Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. since we heard that tune eh it's been a while since we heard that music this is a scott gibson show i am scott gibson how the fucking hell are you sitting in a puddle of your own sweat i imagine um (coughs) the heat is upon us the temperatures are soaring the country is on its fucking knees if you are one of the people, we've met them. We've all met them. We've we've got some. It may even be yourself. Uh, some of you have them in your family. <coughs> Who at any point in the last probably two weeks now, that's how long this fucking nightmare has lasted, has said finally, global warming has delivered. For Scotland. Not only should you be ashamed of yourself, you should take yourself out of circulation. I am not suggesting for a second that anyone ever considers the possibility of ending their own life. I'm just saying, if you survive COVID and you're still a cunt, then maybe it's time to do the right thing and just go. This country, 
In fact, the whole of the United Kingdom, this island, cannot cope with this type of weather. We, the people of Scotland, the Celts, we are not designed. We're not built for this. I don't I don't think that people are appreciating this enough. Yes, you're getting fucking every bit of washing done within the space of half an hour. Alright? You're having you're barbecuing left, right, and centre. You're sitting at night after the kids finally drift off, not through tiredness, but through exhaustion, because their little prune-like bodies have expelled every ounce of fucking moisture their little frames can carry. And they drift off into hypnotic sleep of fucking absolute dehydration and all oh, mental illness. And then you sit and you Google, how can I make pancakes on a barbecue, Sandra? You're even starting to get exotic meats, you know? You're finding yourself driving to the posh bit of town. To go to the fancy butchers to try and get some Italian sausage. You know, a fancy cut off pork that you never heard of. Dare I suggest a cowboy steak? Put some foil in the bone, hen. I don't want it to burn. How much barbecuing as a country can we do? It has to end. Okay? And, and I hope that someone. Someone, somewhere, somehow. I hope someone, at this moment in time, I was going to say at a government level, but the government couldn't care if you live or die. I do hope someone is sitting saying that every new house that is built in Scotland from this day forth must be fully air conditioned. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, dear listener, lean in. This isn't going to end. This is the beginning. This is the new normal. This is the new normal we've waited for. Gone are the seasons. Gone are the seasons don't exist anymore. Seasons do not exist anymore. Those posters used to get in primary school. They would say, all the different crops that grow in the winter is root vegetables. That's when you get your carrots and your swedes and your other stuff that grows in the ground. Then in the summertime and spring, it's all the fruit and the berries. <laughs> that is it, the windy. You're going to be getting strawberries in November. You're going to get green beans for Kenya because those fuckers have got nothing else to give you. The rural farmers of Persia don't know their arse for their fucking elbow. They'll be lambing in January and they'll be taking in the raspberry crop in June. They don't know what the fuck's going on. And this will never end. It'll never end. Gone are the days when you could plan for things. Gone are the days when you could say, right, do you know what? Summer holidays, July, we'll get some good weather. Then it'll turn again towards the end of the year, you know, October. The nights are fair drawing in. It's going to get colder and then it's going to get wet. And then January and spring, nothing. Everything's gone now. You could have fucking blistering 35 degree heat any fucking day of the year. What do we do? I don't know. I don't know, but we generally need to sort out some kind of air conditioning. Fucking pronto. 
because all I'm doing, I've got fans. Of course I get fans. I've got fans plenty. And listen, I'm not talking some fucking shitey £12 fan at Argos. How dare you? I'm talking industrial. I've got a fucking Dyson Airwank blade thing, whatever the fuck that is. It hasn't even got a blade in it. It's just a circle, but somehow it generates air. I don't know. It's witchcraft. Fucking Frank Dyson, or whatever his name is, he's a witch. Can he make a hoover for under fucking £900, but the cunt can make a fan, let me tell you. And then I've got some other kind of industrial thing that you'd find uh, inside a warehouse. Now they're on full blast. They are fucking on full blast. Every window in the house is open. The missus is panicking in case the cat goes kamikaze at one of the windies because we're fucking four floors up. I couldn't care less at this point. I love my fucking wains to bits, but I'd sacrifice the two of them if we could get some fucking cool air back. All the fans are doing now is circulating warm, fart-filled air around the room. That is it. Two industrial fans, the best part, are 300 quid on fans, blasting their guts out. If I could turn it me a living, I'd turn the fuckers to a living. Oscillating their fucking boss off so there. Oscillating's a word we don't use enough. And am I cool? Am I comfortable in my own home? Am I fuck? Because I am surrounding myself with warm, fart-induced air. That's it. Sitting in a room covered in sweat, a thin layer of grease covering my body. I touched the back of my knee the other day and the name of fuck. I could have featured in a, in a porn video the amount of fucking liquid that was blasting out from the back of my knee. I'm no, I'm built different. I'm no built for this shit. None of us are. And people have said things like in the past, they say it all the time. You don't, you know what? You don't need to be abroad with this weather like this. Yes, you do. Yes, you fucking do. And do you know why? Because abroad is built for this. Spain, built for it. Dubai, built for it. When you go on holiday, you go to a warm country, and it's fine there because they're built for the weather. You've got a pool, you've got air conditioning, you know? You've got, even the other thing, you have got, like, warm food. Not warm as in temperature-wise, warm food as in food that you can eat in warm temperatures. The other day, 32 degrees, and there's a cunt eating a fucking steak pie. A steak pie in 32 degree weather. What is, that's the other thing, we, we don't know what today in this temperature. People are still going to work, carrying on as normal, in fucking mid 30 degrees in Scotland. In Scotland! I mean, I know that the whole world and the media is caught up in COVID. I know that because they're able to control fear and misdirection. I get it. But it's nobody. It's nobody standing up and saying, the fucking country's on fire. Where is our fucking national outcry? Australia gets a couple of plants up in smoke and they set fire a few koala bears and we're raising fucking billions for the fuckers. We're, we're dropping turnips out the sky to feed kangaroos. Where's your national outcry? There's people dropping deed on Troon Beach. 
<laughs> we are not built for this weather. And I cannot wait for it to end. The weekend just gone. It was my missus birthday. We had a great day. We went out and um let me just say also this to go and I know it's stuff that I keep going on and on about and I know it is, but hey, listen, this is this is life, man. You know, this is this is the ramble of life. The ramble of life would be a good name for a show. <laughs> In a bar again, of course, right? We're going out for the day, meeting up with friends, and we're going out for the day. Um and old Ricky. And obviously because we're still uh, in the grips of a pandemic, everything's got to be booked in, right? God forbid, how dare you? Turn up at a place unannounced. Unannounced. And dare suggest that you should gain entry. So everything's all booked in, right? We've got a full itinerary. We know exactly where we're going. We know when we're going. It's all booked in. Um... Pros and cons, in a way, it's good because you know you know what's happening, you know where you're going, right? There's no that uncertainty of the kind of night or you don't know what's happening. You you, you kind of get an idea of when it's going to start, when it's going to end, right? I like that about a night out. I like to know when it's going to end, okay? I'm, I'm too old for this, Karen. Let's just see what it takes us. No, let's let's just agree a time that we can say, do you know what, this, this is over now. We've had enough. And, uh, you know, all booked in, all, all ready to go. We, we know where we're going, we know what's happening. But then the, the, the anxiety kind of kicks in, the, the kind of rush factor, you know, because you start to say to yourself, right, we've got, we've got 20 minutes until this booking is over. We've got 20 minutes to we need to move. We've got 15 minutes, we've got 10 minutes, right, doing that. We've got time for another drink. It's all this kind of, no, nothing's, nothing ever feels relaxed. You know, nothing nothing's calm. You've done everything that you've been asked to do. You've booked in places. You've fucking checked in. You've you've got your Bluetooth on. You you fucking pinged the ping. You're ready. Be pinged. You're going to ping it if it pings you. You're ready. You're ready. You're open yourself up to be pinged. And all your ideas just sit and relax and enjoy the night. And you can't even do that because you're, you're the sands of time are drifting through your fingers. You're just it's just a constant countdown to either be moved on or rush on. Anyway. Good, good day, good night. Uh, far too much to drink. Slightly delicate the next day. Uh, nothing a bacon roll and a can of coke can fix, but you know, still delicate. However, one of the bars towards the end of the night, we were we were about to move on to somewhere else. Uh, it was a bit of a distance out. It was somewhere I probably didn't want to go, but we were struggling to get booked in places because it was a weekend. Long story short. Decided not to go and decide to stay where we are. Now, the reason we decided to stay where we were but was because it was relatively quiet. There was a lot of empty tables near us. It was, considering it was a Saturday night at the time, it was relatively quiet. And it felt very awkward going to ask permission if you could stay in a bar and continue to drink. And I also would add, a pub that you've been in for two hours boozing like four escaped convicts and I, I know that these are things that shouldn't annoy me and it's just daft things but it's still it's something that I, I still cannot get my head around with the whole covid thing the whole booking into places and and getting stuff organized is, is the idea of then having to go up to a, a barman and go excuse me barman i know that we've spent a good couple of hundred pounds in your bar already, but is there any way that we can just keep drinking here? Please, oh please, oh please! 
Like, I'm a fucking grown man. I'm a grown man asking if I can stay and drink in a pub. And obviously they said yes. Obviously they fucking said yes. You know? She looked, the, the, the last day, it was very nice that she looked at the computer screen, looking at the bookings, and she's like, I just need to check the bookings. And I was like, look at all these fucking empty tables. If you've got bookings, the bastards aren't turning up. But then also at the same time, I'm going, why don't you just look at the tab? Look at that tab, see how much is already on it, and then go, Jesus, fuck, we've got some high rollers here. They're staying in the table. So we got a table. We ended up staying. We stayed for another couple of hours. And then uh, the night was off. But back to the weather. Kind of cope. At the weekend, we were told it was going to be thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning, rain, wind, biblical weather, right? There's a, there's a chance you're going to have to steal your neighbour's shed and build a small ark. That was the weather we were told was coming. Get to Saturday. What is the weather like? Fucking scorching. Scorching again. Even today, I'm sitting, it's fucking blistering heat. And I am so done with it. News article here. Uh, temperatures in the, U- in the UK could reach 40 degrees Celsius within 10 years, scientists warn. Now, could you Im- could you imagine? Let's imagine a week, right? Monday to Sunday. Can you imagine a calendar week in Scotland where the temperature is 40 degrees every day? The country would grind to its fucking knees. It would grind. It would grind. The country would stop. It would literally stop. Forget COVID. Forget a global pandemic that kills people. If the temperature in this country, 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 country got to 40 degrees, Scotland would cease to exist. We would be forced to leave. It would be like the Highland Clearances all over again. Oh, and this time it's not the English. It's God himself who doesn't want us here. I can't even imagine 40 degrees in Scotland. I mean, we're, we're close to it. We had fucking 35 the other week. Uh, UK's been experiencing an immense heat wave over the past week with temperatures soaring above 30 degrees in some parts of the country. Desktop fans run 24-7 to keep people cool. Exactly. Exactly. Is there no fucking some Scottish government fund somewhere? Eh? Can we not just stop funding fucking AstroTurf for all the private schools and fucking tax breaks for the rich? Can we, can we maybe stop that for 10 minutes and get every fucker in Scotland air conditioning in their house? Uh, it's been cooling down a bit this weekend. No, it has not. But the Met Office has already warned of warmer and drier than average conditions likely to return in early August. This is what I saw the other day, actually, but it's talking about the temperatures that we've been experiencing in July apparently are fucking nothing compared to what's coming in August. Apparently there is a two-week uh, extreme heat wave coming to the UK in August, so prepare yourselves for that fucking nightmare. And I know some of you may be listening to this going, oh, Gable, you're wrong, man. I fucking love this weather. Then you are damaged in the mind. We're no built for it, man. We don't have the infrastructure for it. You know, it's, it's no, it's no in our makeup. But let's just, this isn't us. We're cold people. We're damp, wet, damp, drich. That is Scotland. That is Scottish people. 
it's no our spirit. It's no our soul. I'm not saying we're damp people in our souls. We're happy, joyful people. Great storytellers, great banter, wonderful people. But the conditions in which we thrive are cold, wet, damp, dreech, horrible, horrible. That is the conditions that we thrive as people. The reason we have great sense of humour, the reason we are wonderful storytellers, the reason we've got great banter, it's not because we live in some cosmopolitan, you know, fucking hothouse. We're not out in the beaches of our dressing, in our Hawaiian shirts. You know, we're not, it's not like fucking Waikiki Beach in the Three Toons. We did, we did they grow up having fucking beach parties. We grew up indoors, underground. We, we were born and raised underneath makeshift lighting, fluorescent tubes, houses full of asbestos. That is the Scottish way. Not 35 degree heat. We used to joke when we were younger. We used to do things to the fucking thermometer on the school wall in the hope that you would get sent home. How could you possibly open a school in this weather? We're no built for it, man. We're no built for it. According to the University of Reading, um, I, I don't know if that is a if that is a recognised uh, uh, place of learning. Um, Heatwave hazard research, Chloe... Brickcomb, Bricky, Brimicomb, Brimicomb, what a name. Uh, the UK could experience 40 degrees uh, every three and a half years, doesn't make sense, but then essentially, however, that's a worst case scenario and a more likely outcome is reaching the level of heat once every 15 years. I don't believe a fucking word these cunts say. Most of our rail network would not be able to run in those temperatures. Uh, we could see increased pre pressure on water resources. Productivity would be reduced and it could affect our livestock and our crops. These are all the things that we're not thinking about as well. I mean, I know I've saw, I've saw a lot of stuff about... Um, I saw a lot of stuff about how you should look after your animals in, in this kind of temperature. Some of it, some of it I thought was a, lit, a little bit over the top. Um, there was one that I saw but it was saying like anything over 20 degrees... Uh, your dog should not be going outside or be, be in direct sun. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Doug's like, get me in a paddling pool, man. Pour me a cold beer, I'll be fucking fine. But, you, you know, you need to have clean, fresh water, you know, constantly. It's one of these things where sometimes I, I, I see I see a lot of stuff come out about how to, like, care for your animals. And I think... If you if you don't know this stuff already, you, you really shouldn't have be allowed to have. And I know there's a lot of fucking bastards out there that have got animals that don't know how to look after them. But especially dogs. I mean, dogs are hard one because as much as we love dogs, they're daft. You know, they're fucking they're, they're nutters. Cats are easier. Uh, it could be fucking a hundred degrees outside. Cats like you can go fuck yourself, mate. I'm staying underneath this motor where the shade's lovely. Whereas dogs will be like, I'll follow you to the end of the earth. Oh, I'm dead. So clean fresh water, um, don't walk them in too long, don't walk them if necessary. Um, oddly in the temperatures as well, a lot of people think that they need to get their dogs out and about for like fucking two, three, four hours at a time. When the temperatures are in its 30s, 
Um, you know, the, the dog depends on what kind of dog you've got as well, I suppose. But the dog will need a bit of exercise. If you can, if you're able to do that, maybe not undercover, but certainly in the, you know, in the shade, for example, or you're able to let them do their business and then give them as a minimum walk. You you don't have to be. In fact, you shouldn't be traps in any fucking dog for miles and miles in this temperature. I, I, it's amazing me last week when I saw a couple of people who were going on hikes and taking their dogs with them. And I'm going, that fucking dog is going to be in a state. And of course, the poor thing's having to get carried, you know, three quarters of the way, half the way up and the full way back. It's having to get carried because the poor dog is fucking bust. 30 degrees and you're traipsing the fucker up a Monroe. Get a grip of yourself, man. But yeah, we need to be looking after them. We're just not built for it. And I know I know that I'm moaning. And I know I'm moaning. And I know I maybe should be happier. But I'm no. Past week, the heat wave may attribute to a thousand deaths, according to Bob Ward. So that's just fucking fake news right there. What does that, what does that mean for journalism? The past week's heat wave may attribute to a thousand deaths. So has anybody... Well, we know people have died, fucking morons. But a thousand people? This is what I love about journalists now. We just make stuff up. The weather's been so bad that it, it might actually cause a thousand people to die. So, a thousand people have died? No, that's not what I said. It may cause. You know what else might cause? Fucking mad drivers. A runaway milk float. Oh, Bob Ward, you fucking dick. Policy Director of the Grantham Research Institute in Climate Change at the London School of Economics. Go fuck yourself, Bob. This is a natural disaster, but we do not want to look at it that way. We are not set up for it in this country. That's what I've been saying, Bob. That's what I've been saying, Bobby boy. Other hot countries do not see the same uh, mortality that we do, but this is going to become more frequent and we need to start to prepare at 40 degrees. Uh, even healthy people will not survive. Construction workers, architecture workers, anyone who is working outdoors is at risk. I suppose the message should be as well that we should all be wearing, you know, make sure, you, make sure you're lathered up with the old sun cream, make sure there's nothing really exposed and don't spend any time in the sun you don't have to be spending. But as much as everybody's saying they're enjoying the heat, secretly down the side, you're hating it, you know? And I suppose things like, what you know, in the extreme temperatures that we've been experiencing, because they are extreme temperatures. I know some people are going, hey, see in Australia, man, it's fucking 9,000 degrees, and if you put your finger outside, your whole body turns to dust. Fuck off. This is extreme temperature for us. Heat, you know, during heat, metal expands. The, problem, the, the trains won't be able to run. The trains in this country barely run as it is. Farming will grind to a halt. We don't really think about all the other stuff that it impacts, you know, because some fucking fat prick in Essex wants to sit in his back garden in a fucking hot tub full of his own piss and burn the sausage and then give yourself salmonella and vomit it and shite it up for 10 days and then fucking repeat over again. I'm too hot is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> if, you, if you've no... If you've not under, understood the uh, the underlining message that I've been trying to deliver for the first part of this show, I'm too hot, <laughs> I'm too hot, I'm sick of being hot, and I want to be cool again. Make Gibbo cool again. There's a, there's a story here, right, which just, wait till I get it up. 
Dubai. Here we go. Right now, this this is highlighting what what extreme wealth can do. Right now, none of us are ever going to be able to compete. Even probably live the life of the vast millionaires, billionaires that operate in and out of Dubai. But the money that is available to our fucking child-murdering, slave-enforcing, racist government in Westminster would make your eyes water. The money the fucking cunts have got, unbelievable. We've got Dubai money. But we spend it in stupid things like fucking a Wembley Stadium. Or fucking uh, $37 billion in track and trace. For the junkies to turn their Bluetooth half and don't get pinged and they self-isolate when they get the message because they can't be fucking bothered because they've not got a cough. Or feeling poorly. So they go out riddled with a virus because they're not getting the injection because they believe it's 5G or the Chinese are putting a track and trace on them in their skin. Or they're going to grow a third leg. I heard somebody the other day on the radio saying that it could cause limb def- def- deformality, if that even a word. And the guy saying, what are you implying? Just, I've heard that people are going to grow extra limbs and they're not going to get the vaccine. So if you're one of the current three million plus people who are not going to get the vaccines, you're going to be the odd one out. Because see, in ten years' time when we've all got an extra leg, you're going to be the one that feels like a fanny. You're not going to be sitting in your fucking colony in some kind of hideout bunker that he's have built just off Inverness, going, well, you've only got two legs, man, life's great. We're going to be fucking running about like Jake the Peg with a third leg, living a dream. Anyway. You want something done, you go to Dubai. And these boys know a bit about heat. These boys have been battling heat for decades, you know? If you've ever been out that way. It's a desert. It's a fucking desert. You forget that. You look at pictures. They get photo- they love shit like this. They get photographs everywhere. This used to just all be sand, so it was a fucking desert ten years ago. And then you turn around and they've built fucking skyscrapers on sand. You know? Glass. From glass comes glass. It's poetry. But it's hot, man. Fuck me, it's hot. Christ, you can't even breathe. You're sucking in fucking... <gasps> being out in Abu Dhabi, Dubai, it's like pitting the oven on it like 150 degrees, sticking your heat in it and trying to breathe. It's horrible. Horrible, man. It's weird as well. You get in the water. You get in the sea. It's warm. It's like a hot bath. You're like, what the fuck? It's weird. Strange. But these boys know how to fucking combat heat. And this is what we should be looking at. You know? Scotland is now a warm country, like Dubai. We should be partnering up with them. Uh, This article here, 21st of July, this came out. It's saying Dubai has successfully made its own fake rain in a bid to tackle the city's scorching temperatures. Unbelievable. The United Arab Emirates, the UAE has an average rainfall of just four inches, beg your pardon, and often sees temperatures up to 50 degrees C. So the Middle Eastern country has turned to technology to help change this. This is what we should be doing, man! Our rain's the best rain in the world. We can all agree on that. Nothing better than Scottish rain. But we need to find a way to make it rain whenever we want. You know, we need to find a way that there should be a button on wee Nicola's desk, and if it hits, what, 21 degrees, boom, hit the rain button. 
cool as right down. Recently announced the UAE had funded a project that would see drones, okay, I like this, drones being able to control the weather. And from the look of recent scenes in Dubai is what the country paid 15 million US dollars, 10.8 million pound, towards nine different rain enhancement projects, part of which were given to the University of Reading. What is the University of Reading? Is, this, is the University of Reading some fucking hidden secret? That's twice now the University of Reading has been mentioned. Are we sitting here going, Oxford, Cambridge, fucking Harvard, whatever the other American one is, but secretly the University of Reading is the place where the fucking brains of tomorrow are going. Has anybody even been to Redden? Yeah, Stam used to be the manager for a while. And then get sacked. So I know about Redden. It's near London. What is going on in Redding? That, that I don't know about. This needs to be investigated. Maybe this is some kind of secret Illuminati fucking, you know, special handshake kind of thing. Some some young brain of Britain is, is about to go to Oxford or, or King's College. And then some wee guy emerges for the back of KFC goes, you want to get yourself to the University of Red, my man? So the country paid 15 million US dollars, 10.8 million British pounds, towards nine different rain enhancement projects, part of which was given to the University of Reading, who are behind the creation of the weather-controlling drones. As to how the drones work, they zap clouds with an electric charge, which then apparently charges the droplets in the clouds. According to scientists, this charge makes the droplets more likely to fall as rain. What the fuck? Keir Nickel, a sensible name, one of the core investigators in the project, explained, what we are trying to do is make the droplets inside the clouds big enough so that when they fall out of the cloud, they survive down to the surface. Ah, okay. Meaning, normally, if the cl the cloud would rain, because the natural process of clouds was that they they will express the water at some point in the form of rain. But because the temperatures in the desert would be so high, the rain would basically disintegrate, evaporate. Is probably the word you want, Scott, before it reaches the ground. This technique is preferred by most places as it doesn't involve the use of chemicals, the independent reports. Dubai was first on the list of the drones to be trialled and they successfully created heavy downpour in the city. Other areas of the United Arab Emirates reported rainfall on Thursday, July 15th as well. That is fucking mental, man. That's insane that they can take they can take a they can take a drone. I mean, I suppose I suppose that that idea of taking a drone up to the up to a cloud that's not that impressive. But the fact that they can design some kind of, I mean, let's just call it what it is some kind of laser gun to fire an electric charge into a cloud in order to force that cloud to create heavy droplets. There's a video here the, on a Twitter account called uh, Official UEE Weather. Is a Twitter account? 138,000 followers. I mean, my God. Uh, and it's a video. It's a video. It looks like it's somewhere in, in fucking Malibu or, or uh, Hollywood. Uh, it's a, 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 a 
Palm Tree Line Road. Uh, and the rain is fucking, as we would say in this country, bouncing off the ground. E- even to see a video of rain this heavy in the desert is mad. But to then be told that this rain is almost, I don't suppose if it, if you can say it's created artificially, but it's, it's, um, it's brought on artificially. And to this level, that's that's unbelievable, by the way. Listen, I thought this, I thought this story was going to be, be mad, but I'm actually quite impressed with this. Usually at this time of year, Dubai sees highs of 41 degrees, that'll be us very soon, alongside zero days of rain. Several videos have been shared on the official UEE Weather's Instagram, um, which is at official UEE Weather, uh, to demonstrate the drone's success. And at a glance, you wouldn't think the videos were taken in Dubai. That's what I just said, mate. That is what I just said. At a glance, I'm like, there's no way that's Dubai, man. That looks like Castlemilk High Street. The drones have worked so well that yellow weather warnings have been issued in parts of the country. Now we're talking. As of Sunday, July 18th, this is relatively quite recent, the rainfall was said to be continuing throughout the UAE with the National Centre of Meteorology credited cloud seeding efforts for the Casual Times report. Heavy rainfall in mind, drivers have been warned to be vigilant on slippery roads. Alongside the rain, light winds were predicted... It's hoped clouds will cool the country's high temperatures in light of the cloud seeding success. Concerns have been raised that the UAE may not have gone too far uh, in its offers to induce rain as it's, clawed, as it's caused flooding in some areas. Uh, wild reports. I mean, they kind of do right for Dane Rank, can they? They fucking bring the rain and then the village gets drowned. That's, I mean, that's that's quite impressive. The technology of that, that you can fly a drone into a cloud and fire some kind of electrical charge into that, which then generates or, or then forces the cloud into creating heavier rain. That's, that's mind-blowing stuff, man. That's proper science. That's proper science. You know, I know some dick sitting going, listen, we're going to be getting 40 degree heat every three years for the next 12 years. And thousands of people dead. Are thousands of people dead? Well, well, they might die. You never know. Shut up. Then the real science comes along. Like, Geez, your fucking drone and a GoPro. We're going to fly in that crowd and zap it with a taser. And we're going to make it fucking rain. Science, man. Brilliant. Let's hope we bring that. I'm all for it. I mean, also, what did it cost again? $15 million. Just under 11 million quid. Fuck all. Pennies to the Scottish government. Any Boris. Fucking Bojangles could sell a painting or something. Pay for that. You know? Get fucking Prince Charles Day an auction. Done. Boom. 11 million quid for the rain drones. Get them going. How good would that be? Eh? Get your own wee personal rain cloud to fall on you about like a fucking sad cunt. <laughs> Just walking down the street, you and your wee rain drone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just think, if there was something you fucking couldn't stand and they're out having a barbecue or a party, fire your wee fucking rain drone over above the house and fucking wash the bastards out. This is hours of fun, man. Hours of fun with your own independent rain drone. And then, of course, they can go further because you can then, everybody wants upgrades and whatnot, you know? Put a different skin on your drone or fucking a wee light or some shit. Then you get to the point where it's like, 
Range on 2.0, you're like, fucking, when's that day, man? Oh, it creates thunder and lightning as well, mate. No way, man. This is going to spark a whole new industry. Rain drones, thunder and lightning drones, drones that create uh, hail, snow, a snow drone. Oh, imagine. Maybe that, maybe that is where weather gets to. Maybe that's maybe that's how we fix global warming. Everybody gets their own individual weather drone, and then each day you can create the weather. I'm on it. Something here, man. I am on it. I should stop talking. I should take this off here. Somebody's going to steal this idea and make billions. You get your own individual weather drone, right? Hear me out. And then every single day, you get to choose what weather you want. So somebody like me, who loves the fucking cold, I'd be freezing every day. I'd have a wee, a wee cast over shadow on me. You know? A wee, a wee, a wee bit of snowfall. Maybe something just to keep me cool, keep me cold all the fucking time. Somebody next to me, my missus could have a wee sun cloud. Again, it's not a reflection on us as people. You know, I'm a happy, sunny person inside. But on the outside, I like to be freezing fucking cold to the touch. Individual weather drones. This is the future. Forget fucking crypto. Forget bitcoins. Forget investments. Forget Apple. Forget Bezos. Forget all they fucking idiots. Individual weather drones. Come rain or shine, we've the weather for you. Speaking of Bezos, uh, the bold Jeffrey, he's, uh, he went into space in his dick rocket. Um, it seems as if he, he's claimed he's an astronaut. However, uh, however, uh, I don't know if it's NASA, but, you know, Somebody's turned around and went, you're not an astronaut, mate. You're just a fucking wee dick. He, um, Jeffrey Bezos, uh, is it Jeff or Jeffrey? Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Uh, Amazon dude. Amazon billionaire. Fired his cell into space in a dick rocket. Um, now, I imagine, the the, the thing is, Ephron Musk it with the uh, SpaceX or whatever. His, his thing looked cool as fuck. The rocket looked cool, the uniform looked cool, it all just looked very cool. It looked very Tesla, it looked very Ephron Musket, it looked very cool. And then Bezos has fired himself into space in a rocket that looks like a dick. It's got a helmet, it's got a shaft, it's a dick rocket. And at no point did anybody turn around, no, maybe I don't know, I don't know Bezos myself, you know, I never met the man. But did nobody turn around to him and say, Jeff, it looks like a fucking raging dick, mate. Put a wing on it. Put, put I don't know, a, a, a bit of butt, a shape to it. Do something. So that it doesn't look like a fucking, a dildo for the 70s. And he didn't even get into space. This is, this is the best bit. Neither did fucking, uh, you know, fucking Branson Pickle. He never went into space either. They just went up in the air very high. If, I, if I'm fucking spending millions of, of fucking dollars to go to space, I want to go to fucking space. The fuckers just went up high and then came down. That mad guy, the uh, fucking, he, he should demand him in it. The German cunt. 
they went up when the Red Bull won and then fucking free fell, skydived out, he probably went higher. That's, that to me, when I saw the pictures of the uh, of the Dick Rocket with Bezos, I just thought that is crying out for the the idea. He's he's not taking the divorce well. That's what it said to me. Firing yourself up in a Dick Rocket it has to be the complete the complete cry for help. It has to be. I'm trying to get actually the uh, richest people in the world. Here we go. Right now, I didn't think it was Bezos. I really didn't. I wonder. I wonder if it is Bezos. I wonder if if he is the richest. No, according to this is the Forbes money list. Right, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one list. So the most recent list. Bezos number one, net worth one hundred and seventy seven billion dollars. Now. I would imagine that some of the Emirati families, some of the UAE, the Arab families, the uh, the sultans, you know, the royals, surely they have got more wealth than Bezos. They have to. There must be somebody out there, uh, a fucking Russian, what is it, what, what the oligarch, that's got more than $177 billion. Maybe it maybe it's not publicly known. Maybe they don't want it to be in the Forbes list. I just I just don't think Bezos is number one. I mean he is, but uh what is he? Fifty seven year old, hundred and seventy seven billion, source of the wealth is Amazon. Number two, Ephron Musk at hundred and fifty fifty one billion. Third is Bernard Arnault, French luxury goods cunt, that's him. He's worth apparently hundred and fifty billion. Oh, one shot. Of Ephron Musket. Uh, up here on fourth, Bill Gates. He's probably not going to be that list next year after the DIVORCE. Hundred twenty-four billion. Then it's fucking Zuckerberg, ninety-seven billion. Uh, Warren Beefcake, uh, R.I.P. Ninety-six billion. Larry Ellison, who's this cunt? Larry Ellison, American business magnate. Uh, the Oracle co-founder shares in Tesla. Blah blah. blah. Right, ninety-three billion. Larry Page, co-founder of Google, 91.5 billion. Sergey Brin, uh, the other Google co-founder, 89 billion. And Mukesh Ambani, 84.5 billion. Uh, source of wealth just says diversified. Uh, okay, okay, what the fuck are you up to, mate? I didn't, honestly, I didn't think Bezos was, was up there. I thought it would, it would have been one of the... Emiratis. Anyway, so he's launched his selling space in the rocket uh, for reasons which I still don't understand other than he's got far too much money and uh, no one can say no to him. Uh, Bezos took off July 20th uh, in the first crewed flight of his rocket ship built by the multi-billionaire's aerospace company Blue Origin. This seems to be the new thing, isn't it? I mean, I imagine back in the day, you know, these these wealthy men, they would have just had affairs you know, they would have, they would have went out for dinner with their secretary, had a night of passion, uh, drank fine champagnes, had the the best food imaginable, and then just continued on. Now it seems as if you're no a you're no a real billionaire until you've got your own fucking space company, and you're firing yourself up at uh, Mac fourteen 
in a dick rocket. That seems to be the new thing. Eh? Like I said, there was a time when uh, powerful men had affairs and played some golf. Uh, and then they're spending three grand on a bike and covering themselves in lycra. And now the tap-in boys are going into space. On board the ship at the time, uh, Bezos' brother, Mark, 82-year-old Wally Funk, and Oliver Demon, 18-year-old student, the man reportedly replaced a mystery auction winner who paid $20 million for a seat. Jesus Christ. He replaced the auction winner. So somebody's bought this boy a seat. Fuck, $20 million for a seat. Just think... Just think for a second, right? This is this is the haves and the have-nots. And there's a there's a, a global summit happening in Glasgow very soon. And see if all of the speakers are fucking Thunberg herself. Whoever comes to speak at this Climate Force Summit talking about how the Earth's fucking dying. If they do not start each presentation with the words we must start to eat the rich I will not take a fucking word they say. Recycle my cans, stick it up your ass. Separate my cardboard and plastics, stick it up your fucking ass. Don't drive diesel, stick it up, you guessed it, your fucking ass. We must start eating the rich. $20 million. Think what you could do with $20 million. Think the good that you could do. Not the wild parties, not the crazy travels. Think how many people you could help in your life with $20 million. Your family, your family's family, your children, grandchildren, family members who are not even born yet. All of them catered for, covered, comfortable, safe, healthy, looked after with $20 million. And there's fuckers out there are buying seats for the little fucking twink rent boys to go into space and they don't even go to space, they go high in the sky with some other billionaires. The launch at launch site one uh, in Texas, and the heart of Texas, rock flag and eagle, took place at 9am, an early flight as well. You're always better to get an early flight when you're going on holiday, you know, because then it's more exciting, you don't want to sit about for the whole day. Capsule, uh, the four passengers are all in, uh, will separate from its booster at around 76 kilometers, 250,000 feet in all money. Up in the air, the rocket will then land around two miles away from the launch pad, according to the BBC News. It'll take around 11 minutes, 20 million pounds for an 11 minute ride. Jesus Christ! It will take around 11 minutes for New Shepard to reach its goal of 106 kilometers off the ground, giving them the panoramic views of Earth and the team is sorry, panoramic views of Earth the team is hoping for. A maximum descent of four passengers will experience zero gravity, where they'll stay for around four minutes. During this time, the Bezos brothers, Funk and the men, will be able to leave their seats and float around for a while. For a while. Twenty. Mi- $20 million. And you'll be able to float around for a while. Once the new Shepherd hits 106 kilometers, it will begin its descent and will eventually parachute down to a soft landing in the desert. 
Speaking about the flight prior to today, Bezos, Bezos insisted he wasn't nervous, he told CBS News. I'm excited. People keep asking me if I'm nervous. I'm not really nervous. I'm curious. I want to know what we're going to learn. Is there no... Uh, there's a fucking plane you can go on that you experience zero gravity. And I don't imagine that costs you $20 million. They fucking filmed a porno on it, for God's sake. I'm sure anybody can just hire this plane. The, the, the best thing is they don't they don't even realise they're so detached from reality that they don't even see how vulgar they are. They don't even see it. And I'm not going to sit here and go, don't buy stuff for Amazon. Because he fucking doesn't even get a dairy Amazon anymore. Yes, it's his company, but he's fucking moved on. He's not a daft boy. Get in, make your money, get somebody else fucking running and piss off so you can go and spend billions going into space. Why are we? Why? Why am I talking about this? Why are we giving coverage to this? Why are we continually striving for this shit? Why are we obsessed by these people? Why do we allow influencers, false gods, continually into our fucking life? Why do we sit and discuss multi, multi billionaires launching themselves up high in a fucking dick rocket? They are so far detached from reality, they do not see how disgusting and vulgar their actions are. But we continue to condone it, we continue to celebrate it, because we think, do you know what, see one day I'm going to start something like Amazon and I'm going to get a dick rocket and fire at his base. $20 million for a fucking seat. On a dick rocket that lasts 11 minutes. Fuck you, Bezos. <laughs> uh, we've been training. The vehicle's ready. The crew is ready. The team's amazing. We just feel re really good about it. Yeah, this fucking great speech there, Bezos. Uh, aviation pioneer Funk echoed Bezos' comments. That's the old woman, by the way. Uh, apparently she flew in a plane once and got fingered in the helicopter and said none of us are nervous good for you Funk I mean why would you be nervous at fucking 182 years of age Funk was one member of a group of 13 American women who underwent the same screening tests as male astronauts in 1959 who cares but were never actually given the opportunity to fly into space because there was a lot of dishes and bedding needing washed she also expressed her excitement of experiencing zero gravity we'll get that for a few minutes Funk said when I'm up in space and able to do somersaults and tumble, uh, and do anything that I've wanted to do. Um, I mean, if, if your whole goal in life is to do a somersault and a fucking, uh, you know, a tumble, then uh, I'd say that it's, uh, you're not setting your goals high enough there, Funk, but uh, fucking you do you, hen. Fucking you do you. Um, today's flight, obviously this has passed because he's been up. Uh, it comes after hundreds and thousands of people sending a petition calling for Bezos to not be allowed to return to Earth after the flight. I mean, again, I think the people who signed that petition actually thought, as did I, that he was going into fucking space. He's not. He's just went very high. Okay? This is the equivalent of those bams who sellotaped a hamster to a firework and then shot the hamster up into the air. This is the exact same as that. Bezos is a hamster. We've put him in a firework and we've sent the firework up to the air and somehow that firework cost billions of fucking dollars to put together. Now, the petition shouldn't have been that to keep him up in space or no allow him to re-enter gravity or, or the Earth's atmosphere as if there's some kind of fucking space police up there. 
what should have happened is people should have met him down on earth dressed as aliens or dressed in old fucking cowboy clothing and pretended to him that he somehow travelled back in time and then murdered him. That's what should have happened. He should have landed in the capsule, opened the door and then just have had thousands of Apache Indians fucking tomahawk the cunt to death. <laughs> that is what should have happened. They should have had a couple of minutes of weightlessness, they should have landed back down in the pod, they should have got funky to open up the capsule. I'll go and open up the capsule. Woo-wee, rock, flag and eagle, Bezos. <laughs> I sure did enjoy my somersault zero gravity. <laughs> Old funky opens up the capsule door. And then Fadunk fires back in with a tomahawk buried right between our fucking eyeballs. The twenty million dollar twink screams. He runs out. Somehow he's got the arse cut out his trousers. They never knew that for a second. And then Fadunk tomahawk right to the eyeballs again. Bezos and brother Bezos are panicking. They don't know what's going on, and they just hear the cries of Indians. That's it. The clever men, they're not stupid men. They built Amazon for God's sake, you know. You don't become a billionaire and being a stupid man. He puts two and two together. He realises that he's crossed through Earth's atmosphere. He's came back in and he's travelled through time. And he's gone back in time and he's gone back to a time when Indians ruled the land. They capture him. They strip him. They cut off bits of his body. And, uh, you know, he watches his brother be slowly tortured. And then they, uh, they, they tomahawk him. They kill him, you know? And uh, and then everybody, everybody gets Amazon Prime free for a year, and we 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 pretend that this ever happened, you know. <laughs> that is how. That is how that should have ended. Oh, Bezos, man. Uh, part of the petition reads: the recent billionaire space odyssey, obviously between himself, uh, Elon Musk, and fucking Branston Pickle. Uh, the recent billionaire space odyssey competition is a slap in the face to working class folks struggling paycheck to paycheck just to survive. Whether they are struggling with food insecurity, healthcare, shelter or access to clean water, their issues have a price tag that isn't quite as unfathomable as the ideal billionaire's corporate lobbyists and Washington bureaucrats would have you believe. Billionaires and corporations should pay their fair share, which they should. Until then... Jeff Bezos can fuck off and stay in space. The bald little cunt doesn't say that. It says Jeff Bezos can stay in space until he finds which intergalactic asteroid core contains his compassion and humanity. It added. I mean, you've, you've got to agree slightly. You know, the money that everybody on that top list, the money that they will pay in corporation tax or the money that they won't pay, and a corporation tax uh, would make a glass eye water. But yet these fucking out-of-touch bastards think it's alright to just go and spend billions and billions of dollars firing themselves into space like a fucking hamster strapped to a two-pound firework. Fair fucks to them, man. Let them do what they want. Do you mean let them go on with it? But uh, I-, I wish I would just wish that people would start to think about these things a little bit more. You know, and just think about how actually it is that we are, you know, just how, how we're, maybe not how we're treated, because we, we treat each other the way we want to be treated, but how things like this are so detached from our lives, you know, why should we bother about it? 
You know, I, th- I think the thing with Bezos is I, I think he's he's wanting to become a celebrity. He's seen he's seen Musket do the fucking Saturday Night Lives and the talk shows, and I think he wants that for himself. I think now that he's divorced and he's got a bit of money in his pocket, I think he wants that. You know. And the best thing that you can do for them, it's not to like, no buy a Tesla or fucking no go on a virgin holiday or not to shop on Amazon. The best thing that you can do is ignore them. It's the best thing that we can do. We still need to use their services. We still need to use Amazon. But just ignore them. Wants to go to space? Fuck them. Let them go to space. We don't care. We're not going to read the stories. We're not going to interact with them. That's probably the best thing we can do. Ignore them. Right, the music is playing in the background. That seems we've come to the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Good one, ranty one. Uh, but hey, that's the heat. That's the heat. Um, right, share the podcast, subscribe, get on the mailing list, man. Go to the website, Scott Gibson. Oh, God, you don't even know the website anymore. BigScottGibson.com. Uh, www.BigScottGibson.com. Join the mailing list. Tour dates are coming out. Different dates are coming out. It's the best place and the only place to get that info. So do that. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Go on to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. All the links on the website. And uh, enjoy yourselves. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe. Wash your hands and your arsehole. And I'll see you in a battlefield soon. Almost. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.